is the most disgusting program. It's Brit Summons, and she's gonna treat you right. Live, archived, and streaming, it's the Brit Summer Show. Music vibrations. Oi, what a week. Eddie Money. He died. Then Rick Ocasek. He died. The last vestiges of our childhood are fast disappearing. They're going to have to make a movie about an Indian guy waking up one morning and the cars never existed. I don't mind you coming here. No. Wasting all my time. Uh-huh. Because when you're standing oh so near, I kind of lose my mind. Yes. It's not the perfume that you wear. Uh, no.
FM, 1470, WWNN. Stay tuned to the bottom of the uh, Brit Summer Show uh, for my favorite Cars song. And I'll explain why uh, when the time comes. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from a country that's fate is being determined by a Russian dictator and a Saudi king, the king of camel jockeys. So what do we do, camel jockey? What do we do about one of your uh, stupid refineries getting blown up? Our leader turns his lonely eyes to you. Woo, woo, woo. It was the Hooties that did it. The, the Hooties. Which rhymes with cooties. But Stephen Colbert beat me to the punch because I was going to say <laughs> it was Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, <laughs> the hell are the Hooties? I tell you, when, when I was doing bits as a career... Back in the early aughts, uh, had I known about the hooties, I would have got a lot of material out of that. That's a new one on me. The hooties uh, attacked their uh, refinery. But no, 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 it's Iran. Iran did it, Iran did it, according to the Saudi king. The king of camel jockeys. The butcher. The murderer. Yeah, let's have all of our foreign policy guided by... The bloody hand of a uh, Saudi king. And by the way, those of you who are dazzled by the glamour of Dubai, do do Dubai, if you go there, you're bathing in the blood of dead Americans. Because without 9 11 happening, there would be no do 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 Dubai. But worry not, everybody, because uh, the DNC's got it <laughs> firmly in hand, as uh, Brett Kavanaugh would say. They are pushing hard. They're tripling down and doubling down and uh, putting their toes down about uh, Joe Biden. He's their guy. He's their boy. (laughs) The uh, mentally declining elderly man who has Swiss cheese for brains. It's perfect. It's perfect because the DNC never saw a lack of momentum. They didn't want to run for president. In fact, if, if he does win a nomination, I wouldn't be surprised if they re-enlist the services of Lincoln Chafee, because that would really light a fire under the ticket like uh, Tim Kaine did in 2016. Oh, yeah, wasn't that exciting? Yay! What a brilliant political strategy that was. Oh, yeah. Let's get someone that uh, outside of Virginia no one's heard of and uh, has the personality of a, a dead frog, and uh, we'll make him running mate. That was uh, brilliant. Debbie wants him a joke. Oi! So there he is, and and you know it was hard to do. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard to do. Was to find the uh, <clears throat> audio of Biden uh, at the debate when he uh, said there would be a one thousand dollar buy-in to his insurance uh, plan. And, uh, and of course, those who didn't have any money, they don't have to pay the $1,000. But there would be, there would be a $1,000 buy-in. But, you know, it was, it was hard to find uh, the uh, audio for that because uh, MSNBC, all the majors have uh, carefully, very carefully uh, scrubbed that, that part of the debate. Now, I, I don't record the debates so I didn't have the audio, but and it was available the day after, but it's gone now, and once it's gone. But I found it, and uh, everything you hear about that debate was, well, Castro was an ageist, and he went after Joe Biden because of that. He said $1,000 buy-in. My health care plan does significantly cut the cost of the largest out-of-pocket payment you'll pay is $1,000. What did, what did Joe Biden say? Largest out-of-pocket payment you'll pay is $1,000. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the corporate media, they just erased it. Forget what you saw, what you saw you didn't see, what you heard you didn't hear. We will control your mind. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. Uh, I mean, really, that's what it's all about. They will tell you who their candidate is. And do you know why, once and for all, I'm going to make it very clear, why they're backing, and I'm not putting them down, uh, he's a he's a decent man. He's 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 okay. I mean, I don't agree with anything he did throughout his political 
career, with the exception of the equality in marriage. Okay, that was it. One, one thing. But he's the man who gave us Clarence Thomas. He is the man who gave us Alberto V05 Gonzalez. And he is the man who gave us the three strikes you're out. Oh, but, oh, but you didn't, it never happened. That's what corporate media will tell you. Never happened. He's our guy. And you will vote for him. Vote blue no matter who. And that means just Biden. We're in a primary, okay? And I'm hearing a lot about Democrats fighting amongst each other. Well, it's a primary. That's what primaries are for. Vote blue no matter who. They're all blue, okay? Save that for after the primary. God, this is so stupid. But here is the real reason, and uh, listeners to the Brit Summer Show, you're only going to hear it here. Here is the real reason that big corporate Comcast... Hey, you know what's funny about that? Whatever you say to somebody, uh, yeah, but I saw it on MSNBC. Well, that's Comcast, and they'll look down like, oh, I, I, I didn't know that. Uh, and, and CNN, well, that's AT&T. Oh, I, yeah, I, whatever. How liberal are they? How progressive is Comcast? <laughs> so what I'm getting at is this. The reason that big corporate wants old man Joe Biden Oh, I'm over and above everything is that they don't want to be split up. Bernie will split them up. That's why they hate him like poison. Maybe Warren too. But they will invoke the uh, Sherman Antitrust Act again. They will reinforce that. And Bernie is the only of, of all the candidates who even mentioned the 1996 Telecom Act. He will have that repealed and rewritten. And uh, who signed on to the 1996 Telecom Act? And this is like a big kiss and a thank you uh, from the big corporate media giants. Uh, Joe Biden, he backed the 96 Telecom Act and he voted for it. So that's why they back Joe Biden. They love Joe Biden. And that's why they roll out these bogus uh, SRSS polls, which I think means uh, strategic reassignment surgery and something or, or maybe it's a, they're talking about the Cadillac they have an SRS uh, or an STSS whatever it is but it's a poll that's about as legitimate as the Trotter poll which is the one I use and I only use the Trotter poll instead of, instead of the Gallup poll because uh, we take our time so it, it doesn't matter let's put it this way <clears throat> the next debate which by the way is going to have Two billionaires, woo, let's vote for them. Why? Because they're billionaire businessmen. We, we had such great luck with the last one we put in there. Let's, let's have two more candidates that are billionaire businessmen. And they could talk about Wang and Steyer. They could talk all they want up and down about their progressive new policies and how they know how to run a business, but America isn't run like a business, and we're all finding that out right now, aren't we? Unless we're that thick-headed and you don't understand that you can't run the United States like a business, although business has always been conducted, you still need administrative oversight you still government is what it's called and these guys Steyer and Wang like them or not never governed anything and running a business is not the same as governing I think we're finding that out aren't we uh they should at least run let Wang or Steyer run for uh commissioner let them run for alderman <laughs> whatever they got out there let them run for mayor. Let them run for congressman. Let them run for Senate. Let them run for something. Not automatic presidency because you're rich. I'm rich. I think I'll be president today. Not that the other candidates aren't wealthy. Oh, no, 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 not in billionaire status, but they're wealthy. Especially Kamala House. Oh, oh, they're fine. But at least they've governed. At least they sat behind a desk and worked in service of the public. These guys didn't. Where's Robin Leach when you need him? We're still just dazzled by billionaires. He's a billionaire, you know. He's a billionaire. Whoa, he's got my boat, yeah. Just like, uh, who am I not mentioning? Even though there seems, seems to be some doubt if he ever really was. Borrowed money, more loans, uh, leasing space to put his name up on it to pretend that it says, oh, please. 
If the Democratic candidate, it's as simple as this, the more momentum a Democratic candidate has, be it Warren, be it Sanders, Warren just had 20,000 people in New York. Uh, And the more momentum they have, (laughs) the more the DNC doesn't want to back them. (laughs) They like Joe. Jay, they like the dozen or so folks that have to, that drop in occasionally to see old man Joe Babylon about uh, corn pop. I beat him with a chain. Yeah, I was tough. I was a boxer. Don't old old men say they still do this? Really elderly old men. They'll they're all at one time they're lying, but they all say, you know, I used to be a boxer. Where did that come from? The 1930s, and it's never changed. I was a a welterweight. Boxer, I was tough in my day. That's what Biden's doing. He's doing the Grandpa Simpson rambling on. Uh, oh, I know corn pop. He's he's <laughs> like I said. He seems like a nice old guy. I, I got nothing personal against him outside of his policies, which are totally right wing. I mean, he's pretty much Republican. Let's just face it. And if the Democrats are fighting with each other, you know, we've got the uh, uh, corporate DNC and DLC loyalists that are like, uh, don't make these are an ageist. Don't make fun of him. It's a primary, boys and girls. It's a primary. And that means... You can vote for whoever you want to. Do not place demands on us like you did in 2016. We will lose. We will lose. Let the primaries play out as they are supposed to. Let's see what happens with that. And then whomever it is that wins the primary, then you vote blue no matter who. Then, then you vote blue for no matter who. Not before. And stop saying that, please. God damn it. Otherwise, everything as it stands, any vote we have in this state of Florida will be uh, uh, always be determined now uh, by the old farts in the village. <laughs> Oi! Hey there, come along and have a cheap square. Grab a bib and I'll take you there. Go into the early bird. Oi! That's where you can have a meal at Christ there. You can have all you can eat there. Going to the early bird. There's a silent bar with soft macaroni. Lots of peel in each rim. Barbecue ribs and rigatoni. Be careful of the sauce, it tends to drip. Boy, hey there. Hurry up so we can be where everybody from the condo's there. Going to the early bird. There's plenty of roast beef, but don't worry if you have no teeth. Cause there's yellow with little marshmallows. There's sweet and low and silverware to fill your purse without a care. It sounds absurd, but it's the early bird. Don't stand there. Grab your walkers and your wheelchairs. Let's all go and form a line there. Going to the early bird. I don't mind that I should take you there Just as long as you don't mind the share Going to the early bird Hey there Come along and have a cheap square Grab a bib and I'll take you there Going to the early bird This is The Brit Summers Show Online at thebritsummershow.com You can have or you can pack away Since we're eating today the early bird buffet Grab those tongues and flip the food around As if a diamond could be found underneath the tray But don't forget who's paying the bill And in whose booth you're gonna be So darling, save the last fish for me the food is tasty and the price is low. I love buffet so much. My favorite thing of all is when I go 
I love to fondle and to touch. <laughs> yes, I know. Yes, I know. If you eat too yes, fast, you could get bad yes, gas when it's time yes, to go. I know. Yes, I know. The food is soft. Food is soft. Take some red or green jello, macaroni and food cheese, steal some sweet and But don't forget who's paying the bill and in whose boot you're gonna be. So darling, save, save the, the last fish for me. It's our time. It's our time. Save the last fish. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, 1970 WWN. Uh, just to recap what I said at the top of the hour. Joe Biden did say the largest out-of-pocket payment you'll pay is $1,000. Let me remind you, what did Joe Biden say? The largest out-of-pocket payment you'll pay is $1,000. And they jump all over Julian Castro for uh, calling him out on that. And I remember clearly watching during that debate when Joe Biden said the largest out-of-pocket payment you'll pay is $1,000. And I went watching the TV. I went, $1,000? I said it right there. But according to the media, let let the corporate media erase your mind. Let them mold your thoughts and tell you what to think. He never said that. The largest out-of-pocket payment you'll pay is $1,000. And that's for the record. So let's make that nice and crystal clear for everyone to know that Joe Biden's, what did he say? The largest out-of-pocket payment you'll pay is $1,000. And of course, he's going to backpedal on that in the next debate. Or, or maybe clarify what, what I, I, don't, I don't. Joe Biden can't clarify anything. He just talks talking about record players and corn pop, and I beat him with a chain. Oh, yes, yes. MSNBC, CNN, the DNC, DCCC, DSCC. That's their guy, Joe Biden, who who needs help walking onto the stage. Please just give us a candidate, and there's plenty to choose from. Uh, and not the billionaires, and not Tulsi. But uh, everybody else is uh, coherent, has the ability to think on their feet, and at one time, Joe Biden could. But as a victim of a lifetime of trauma, at his age, it, it ain't working out anymore. It's time for him to sit down and drool. Maybe move to the villages. Oh, no, he wouldn't move there because he, well, 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 no, he'd fit in. They, they vote for Republicans. Uh, and remember what he got. I'm going to say it again. I'm not repeating myself. I'm doing it on purpose. He gave us Clarence Thomas. He gave us Alberto V05 Gonzalez. And he gave us the three strikes you're out. And he gave us the telecom act. Helped give us the telecom act. Not in any way close to being a liberal outside of the, uh, 2015 decision for uh, marriage equality. Okay, one one thing. One. One thing. So you can't, I, I don't know, you're going to coast on one thing. Uh, we've got other, other candidates to talk about and plenty of candidates to choose from outside of billionaires in Tulsi. So let's take it from there. Let's just ride out the primary and, and see how it goes. And if we're going to fight with each other about who the candidate is, that's called... Uh, let's see. Oh, a primary. I'm speaking of that. Valerie Plain, the very hot and very beautiful Valerie Plain, who's like right out of the uh, Hollywood Central Casting Office for uh, uh, CIA spies. <laughs> because if you watch all these shows, like uh, any of these uh, procedural justice dramas, they're all hot. They're all smoking. And I guess maybe they're close because uh, she's she's older now, but she's still gorgeous. And in 2000, what was it, 2002, Scooter Libby uh, outed her and Dick Cheney exposed our uh, secret agents, our spy network in the Middle East, those patriots that they are. And when, and when she was first uh, on the news, I'm like, wow, maybe Hollywood has a point. It's like maybe maybe secret agents are hot. Uh, if you go online, uh, just look up Valerie Plame's um, political ad. She's driving a Camaro at 100,000 miles an hour backwards. I was an undercover CIA operative. My assignment was preventing rogue states and terrorists from getting nuclear weapons. 
You name a hotspot, I lived it. Then Dick Cheney's chief of staff took revenge against my husband and leaked my identity. His name, Scooter Libby. Guess who pardoned him last year? I come from Ukrainian Jewish immigrants. Dad was in the Air Force. My brother almost died in Vietnam. My service was cut short when my own government betrayed me. We left Washington to raise our kids in New Mexico, one of the best places on earth. Now I'm running for Congress because we're going backwards on national security, health care, and women's rights. We need to turn our country around. And yes, the CIA really does teach us how to drive like this. You've probably heard my name. And Mr. President, I've got a few scores to settle. Oh, check it out. It's really worth a watch. And of course, uh, the traitor in the White House right now never met a traitor he didn't like. And of course, so uh, first thing uh, when he went in there is uh, he pardoned Scooter Libby. Yeah, Scooter Libby, who said, Who's that dame? Why, it's Valerie Plain. Goodbye, Scooter Libby. Libby, 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 Libby. You outed secret agents in the field and got them killed Like Dick Cheney or a treasonous ghoul Can't pick your boyfriends in the tombs Looks like it's time for flipping I'd like to ask working under Dick From your vantage point Does Cheney have a mole on his ass? Here we go again, I level neocon men Always wind up in the pen We'll never know how many agents died Cause of your big mouth With luck, no back and row We'll join you soon When you see your cellmate Cheney You can ask him why His name rhymes with Agnew you're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Okay, so we have a Supreme Court justice who uh, was placing his penis in the hands of women. <laughs> huh? He fits right in with Clarence Thomas. Those two are probably getting along real well right now. Yeah, when he said he like he liked beer, he likes beer. Uh, when he said hold my beer, he he said that's not all I want you to hold. <laughs> now, if I was still doing comedy bits. Uh, I'm going to give this one away. <laughs> put your gland in the hand of a... <laughs> put your gland in the hand of a man who's Supreme Court justice. There you go. Have fun with that, because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to... Should they impeach him? Yes. Are they going to impeach him? No. No, they are not. Because then you got to get up. Uh, then you got to get up and do things. But legally, according to the law, yeah, they, they, they can't impeach him. Uh, but they're not gonna. It's too much trouble. Don't forget, they just got off a law. And when I say that, I'm talking about Congress. Uh, and Senate will never do it. But the Congress just got off their well-earned five-week vacation. And so they're just uh, readjusting to their uh, orifice. And it, it's funny, when uh, we had... Uh, Paul Ryan, as Speaker of the House, he's the one and came under a lot of fire for it. It came out with this uh, vacation-style schedule for Congress. He's the one who came up with this. A day off, if a, if a bird poops on your windshield, we take the week off. That was Paul Ryan. And he came under fire for coming up with this uh, vacation-style uh, congressional schedule. And when the Democrats took the Congress back, what did they, what did they do? What did they do? Nothing. You like it? Yes, they like it. And that's why they take so much goddamn time off. So are they going to do anything? They're going to say they're going to mouth a lot of words, but other than that, are they going to do anything about that? No. No, they are not. And I, I just know that Kavanaugh's guilty because if you didn't know who he was and you saw Kavanaugh walking down the street, you would just have to assume that that guy there... He looks like the kind of guy who would put his penis in your hand. 
He just he just looks like he would do that. He's he's that type. Just on assumption alone, if you didn't know who he was, that's how you would ID a creep like that. You may not have any proof, you wouldn't know, but he, he you just know. Yeah, he did it. But proving that in a court of law, you don't have a toe to stand on. With Kavanaugh uh, placing his penis in... <laughs> you call that a penis? I'm sorry. Uh, he has things well in hand. <laughs> Uh, he has something in common with, of all people, Andrew Wang, who, by the way, I did some research on, no, he has nothing to do with the uh, personal computer attempt, uh, Wang Computers. Uh, yes, it was, uh, I think it was 1981, the Wang 2200, it was a PC, mainly just a word processor, but uh, it looked like a, kind of like a personal computer. Well, that was Wang. <laughs> But it wasn't Andrew Wang. Wang's, he's preoccupied with, uh, speaking of penises, Wang, he doesn't want you to circumcise your Wang. <laughs> I, I spoke about this last week, uh, but it's not in great length because I'm spreading this out because to me it's the most hilarious thing. There, here we have a political candidate running seriously for president without any governing experience at all and actually rolls out part of his platform uh, that he stands steadfastly against circumcision these are the things that's on this billionaire's mind okay no rolling it back now i took my troubles to the hebrew school my uncle neil said it's the thing to do i said that i was laughing and the rabbi rolled his eyes i wonder how he knew that i wasn't circumcised I told him that I was a flop with chicks He said for 50 bucks he clipped my tip He looked at his watch and he said he had the time It wouldn't be much longer I wasn't circumcised He knelt down and turned around and gave me a wink He said I'm gonna cut it off right here at the sink I felt the sudden tug and then I started to shrink Draws I thought of George, my knees got weak I couldn't feel it on the left or right I only know my jeans weren't quite as tight I used to be a large, but it cut me down to side I'm walking like a cowboy I've just been circumcised George, my knees got weak I couldn't feel it on the left or right I only knew my jeans were quite as tight Now they call me managed when I shower with the guys I'm walking like a cowboy I've just been circumcised I've just been circumcised I've just been circumcised Freedom of speech? At your request. Special request by the official sponsor of the Brit Summer Show, Ernie. All right. Wanted me to give this one another spin. You were the porno lady who made sex videos. Spreading your lips and your legs. Along comes an orange. Colored lame Dumbass clown That somehow Becomes president One day That's when you got paid Oh Stoney Oh Stoney Ain't that that Trumpy Down on the smorgasbord between your knees. 
He smelled old cheesy, smelly, and his small tootsie roll that made said so boring that day. FM 1470 WWNN. This has been the Brit Summer Show for everybody on the ground. And uh, I'll be here again next week, I guess, with more fun and hijinks. Uh, So stay tuned for that. Uh, Everybody else, if you want to stay with me, there's a lot more music because I'm on uh, licensed networks on on that side. Uh, And uh, you can enjoy that. So join us over there. In the meantime, everybody on the ground, see you next week right here. On 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. Yours truly, Brit Summers, at thebritsummershow.com. Presents the sweet sound of success. The tune voted best. The number one tune this week. The reason why I really like this is, uh, first of all, it's 5-4 time, and then it goes into uh, power pop. And I love Elliot Easton's lead guitar in this. I covered it pretty good at the time when I could play. So let's touch it and go on the Brit Summer Show. All I need is what you've got. All I'll tell is what you're
but wait a minute, is, is that it? Yeah, I guess that's how it ends. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, SkyhawkRadio.com, SoFloRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, and of course, TheBritSummerShow.com, where you'll find a donate button right there on the front page. And uh, this portion of the Brit Summer Show is brought to you by Ernie. Yes! Now, I always liked the cars. Uh, I've always been a, a car up until uh, what, 1985. Then they got too bubblegummy after that. But uh, Okasik broke off to be on his own. And then his album sounded uh, just like the cars. <laughs> but after he left, they got schmaltzy. Like uh, the Chicago, when uh, Terry Kath passed away. Uh, Chicago was castrated and it was just uh, ballads, balladeers. And it got boring and it wasn't fun anymore. But going back to the MTV days, which a lot of this stuff was... In fact, the Cars... Well, 78 was their first album. And uh, 1980 was MTV. And uh, MTV came under fire back then for radio play. There was going to, uh, Again, video killed the radio star. <clears throat> Naturally, that was the uh, overall concern. But turns out, up until the 1996 Telecom Act... It really didn't have much of an impact on uh, music radio. What it turned out to be was uh, uh, a video way for labels to pitch their uh, new albums, for bands to pitch their Of course, the, the difference was it was a hell of a lot more expensive to do it that way than to just press a record or, or make a CD. And I didn't say upload a file because the Internet was around, but it wasn't like, like it is now. And uh, yeah, the people were still buying CDs. Records were being phased out around the MTV time. Uh, but yeah, it, as it turns out, MTV had no impact. And then MTV just uh, disappeared because uh, corporate corporate saw no profit in that. They went into the contrived reality shows. It's a reality show. And the reality is there's about 30 people around filming it. I saw one reality show that I liked. When it first went on was the Ozzy Osbourne thing. And after like the first three episodes, then it start you start to get clued in that it's all contrived. They're designing this, and you know who started doing that was uh, Chef Ramsey, which I enjoyed the, uh, the 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 kitchen ones, uh, the early ones, the ones in Europe, and then the ones here, just doing restaurants and stuff like that. But then they got contrived. They would uh, come up with little scenarios to uh, get the people pissed off and go after each other and fight and argue. So it would set it up so he would wind up yelling at the end or closing the place. It got predictable after a while. So uh, now Ramsey, uh, with the death of uh, Bourdain, now uh, Ramsey's uh, trying to copy what Bourdain did. And am I going to watch it? No. No, I am not. But not to be outdone, yes, I did do one Cars parody uh, that I recall. I may have done a couple, but I, I can't remember. This is the only one I can remember. And it was about Troy Aiken, uh, the uh, quarterback who was secretly in the closet, and he was gay. Very gay. Troy Aiken, who was still playing ball at the time, or playing with balls. Troy's Aiken anus. Troy's Aiken anus. Troy's Aiken anus. Troy's Aiken anus. You might think I'm crazy for what I'm about to say, but the macho jocks in the NFL, most of them are gay. Sports jocks have but buddies, this Lowell Dusty Young, and Troy likes naked cowboys for dread, fragile, and fun. And you may be. I have some gone, but explain to me why all wrestlers make their living in Helen of a man's ball. It's what old jocks who bend and blow. They're all married, you know. Troy's aching anus. 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 You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, something I wanted to, uh, I've been wanting to talk about, uh, the uh, state 
of broadcasting. We know, well, first of all, that uh, terrestrial broadcasting is dead. So we've, what we have now is online. What we have is podcasters. And uh, I'm fortunate that I'm still on the air. If not, I'll still convert this show into a podcast. And the reason why I have a negative attitude towards podcasting is because you don't need any kind of professional broadcast training to do it. The software comes in the bottom of a cereal box. And you pull that out and you put a little microphone on it. Hi, everybody. I'm doing the podcast. People who don't belong behind the microphone are doing podcasts. And that's okay. Everybody, their own thing. You want to be, you want to play radio, this jockey, you're going to play radio star uh, without a, any kind of knowledge about it at all about what it's supposed to sound like. Uh, To me, it's like, uh, uh, you know, uh, people who live in a cave that came out and saw a car for the first time and attempt to drive it. That's what it sounds like to me. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's not so much. There are some good podcasts out there. I mean, some really, really good ones. But these people have a modicum of entertainment background behind them. They know how to perform behind a microphone. Those podcasts are worth listening to. Or they've had some broadcast experience, and that transfers over to the the podcast. And whatever the topic is, if you're interested in it, it's great to listen to. It's fine. But the problem is everybody is doing it, and not everybody should. No. I'm hearing that, and sadly, I have no choice. Uh, uh, Okay. I listen to Tom Hartman, I listen to Randy Rhodes, I listen to uh, Nicole Sandler, I listen to Mike Malloy, Brad Friedman, very good show. But these are shows, that half of them are on the air, half of them aren't. Uh, Nicole belongs on the radio, uh, she's the only one who's not on there. Now, Randy just got on uh, the radio, maybe Nicole will eventually, but they've all been behind a microphone before and they know what a uh, show is supposed to sound like. But a lot of these podcasters are like, and there's entertainers out there who are not broadcasters, but a podcast is fine. And it's entertaining to listen to. I listen to the Gilbert Gottfried Frank Santo Padre, uh, amazing colossal broadcast. They're, they're hilarious to listen to. They're informative and chock full of show business history. I highly recommend that to my audience. If you're listening to this thing, you'll enjoy the uh, Gilbert Gottfried's uh, Amazing Colossal Podcasts. Uh, some of them are just uh, fascinating, and the people they got on there. Uh, it's a tremendous list of uh, not just celebrities, but uh, people behind the scenes in the business, the writers, the, the, the directors, the producers. A lot of them are hilarious to listen to, and in some respects, truly amazing, uh, despite Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> uh, and then you have... Uh, Conan O'Brien. Conan needs a friend. Uh, I, I like that. There's a lot of uh, podcasts out there, but again, somebody out there is trying to showcase some real imposters, real amateurs. And this is why I'm saying this, because I heard this. Uh, I've been hearing this. It's still running. Uh, there is a uh, very important, very essential online network out there called Progressive Voices. Now, they run their anchor shows all day, which is fine, which is great. They provide that service. I mean, if you're not, if you're somebody like me who doesn't want to drool in front of a television set, and you just you have things to do, but in the background you want to hear stuff, which on my daily schedule is what I do. I do my little things, you know, prepping for this show and doing my research or whatever it is. But in the background, I have the uh, shows I enjoy listening to, whatever it is in the background, and that's great. But the, I don't know who the programmer is. At the, uh, I could find out. But there is a guy, and this is why I'm dialoguing on this. Uh, somebody does a show on there. It's a guy. I don't know who it is. But he's doing it from his phone. He's doing it from his cell phone. A podcast. What the fuck is that? Doing a podcast from your phone. And who the hell do you think's going to tune in to listen to that? And they're putting this guy on the air. Nicole's on after Randy, 5 o'clock, Tuesday through Friday. On Monday, they plug in this uh, little girl. It's like 12-year-old uh, Barbie girl. It's, uh, oh, my God. So 
uh, to the uh, management uh, at uh, Progressive Voices, what happens is we is we turn you off. So all of your efforts that you're making to uh, attract listeners to listen to these very important shows, the anchor shows you got on there, you're blowing them off. A guy who talks on his phone for an hour. Does anybody want to hear some boring guy on a phone for an hour? No matter what your political philosophy is or your, your, your ideals, doesn't matter. You, nobody's going to tune in to listen to some guy who's talking on a phone for an hour. Yet they're pushing this guy's show, and it's so embarrassing and so bad, I don't even know who the hell he is. I think he's a, an attorney, which figures. It's a vanity thing. I'm going to do a very important program. Oh, no, it's going to sound like this. I'm going to do a very important program here, and I hope you tune in at progressivevoices.com. The fuck is that? I don't know. So listen, this is a message to the programmer of Progressive Voices. If you need shows to fill your time, I don't, I'm not pitching me, okay? I'm erratic. I, I have a weekly show, but once in a while, there ain't none. But even Dead Air, which you have plenty of, Dead Air would be an improvement over what you're putting in between these shows. And it's a disservice to the good shows you have on there. It's called a lead-in. They don't have one. If you don't have a lead-in, people tune out. I mean, that's Broadcasting 101. You don't want to lose your audience. Well, I guess you don't even care. Now, I don't know what uh, Progressive Voices is running over the weekend, but I, I don't dare to find out. But during the weekdays, their weekly schedule, which they have a very nice opportunity to bring, and they're having a fun drive, by the way. Well, good luck to you. If you're going to run that kind of crap, there's no shortage of other shows out there that you can put, uh, put on in between those other shows. Uh, for example, uh, you already run Mike Malloy, Progressive Voices, so why not have Bob Kincaid, who, who fills in for Malloy? Kincaid has his own show. Why not put him on there when you have a spot in the schedule you got to fill? Instead of these amateur uh, fools that uh, do, do a show on their phone. Uh, for that matter, there there's uh, Doug Basham out in uh, Las Vegas, a real radio guy in KDWN. I'm sure he'd be real happy to have his show on your network. He's got a real show instead of what you put on there with some guy talking on his phone. Please, we can't listen to you if you're going to put some guy talking on his phone on there. I mean, I can understand uh, maybe the, these people of Progressive Voices never were in radio, never programmed the radio station, which is basically what they're doing. It is a network. And to kill off the audience in between a, a good show, which uh, they're, they're, they're so lucky they got those shows on there. But to try to find a connective in between, oh, Boy, as Casey Kasem once said, ponderous, man, fucking ponderous. So I, I just had to get that off my ample chest. I mean, it's one thing, and especially these days, nobody knows really how, there's no one left that knows how to do a radio show or broadcast or professionally where, where it's a listenable program. <laughs> just... I come from a time when you couldn't get in a building without an FCC license. So maybe I'm, I'm just looking at, at this in a very depressed way because it used to be a badge of honor to go into a radio station and sit behind the microphone and do a show. It used to be something you had to earn. It used to be something that you had to work hard for and build a resume. You need some credential. You needed credentials back then to get on the air. Now radio is dead. Because the 1996 Telecom Act, Bill Clinton, I don't know, I, I equate it with Kavanaugh placing his penis in women's hands. My God, is that thing real? I'm going to wave my penis in your face, and then I'm going to become a Supreme Court justice. You just wait and see. <laughs> and I was speaking with uh, Doug Basham uh, about uh, <laughs> the dangers of reckless drivers inside of Walmart on their gimp scooters. And, uh, yeah. You have to tread nimbly afoot uh, with the, uh, the, the... People don't look when they're in... Uh, even uh, Not even a gim scooter. It's, it can be a, a shopping cart. <laughs> people don't look. And they park it in the middle of the aisle uh, so no one can get by. Because there's nobody else out in the world. It's just them. So if I may elaborate... 
Don't you know? I'll be moving around in Walmart on a Mark R2 day. You don't have to be retarded, a gimp, or a bad pig. Go little Mark R, poop me away. To ride a Mark cart with a front mounted basket. Go little Mark R, poop me away. So grab a Mark cart and hop on board. And shut down the walkers all over the store. I'm rooting on a Mark R today. Cruising down the closeout lane now. Turning left at the fabrics and paints now. Hanging with the kids at the video games now. Then I'll head out to the Ten Item Lane. And I'm rooting around in a little Mark cart today. She's my little Mark cart with less than one horsepower. Go little Mark cart, poop me away. It's faster than walking at three miles per hour. Go little Mark cart, poop me away. Tires and battery, check out okay. Now I'll pop the wheelie and be on my way. I'm on a Mark cart today. Through the aisles of the products I cruise now. Shutting down everybody that moves now. Traction round the razors and shampoo now And just for fun I'm gonna cruise through the shoes And I'm rooting around in my little Mark car today Rooting in my Mark car today This has been the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, FYINation.com SoFlow Radio, tune in, Stitcher, and Patreon And of course the Brit Summer Show, which... Takes you to this uh, gold mine of uh, downloads of all of my shows. There, it's a direct link into SoundCloud, and uh, in fact, you could go directly to SoundCloud, which is made available. It costs money, so it's made available thanks to the generosity of my uh, gracious listeners, and uh, you can thank them too because that's why that's up there. Because SoundCloud could be a free service, but they only get let you put up like five shows. But I have hundreds and thousands of shows up there. As Bernie would say, I've got hundreds and thousands of shows up there to rise up and uh, and sit back down. <laughs> and you could download them and, and then delete them at will. Uh, <laughs> some of them uh, I already have. Uh, especially the one from a month ago. Sorry, I was sick. Did not sound good. The show sounded sick. So that one had to go. Uh, So there's a rarity for those of you who do download the shows. I want to thank the official sponsor of this program, Ernie. Oh! Once again for helping out. And everybody else who's contributed, thank you for your kindness. It keeps this thing uh, just, uh, as the Democratic leadership would say, shuffling on. Shuffling very slowly. Oh, oh, mm, mm, mm. oh, I gotta get up. So thanks for tuning in. And that's the way I see the world from here. And until next time, this is Britt Summers saying, The longest out-of-pocket payment you'll pay is $1,000. I will not give it to you.